Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey, Life Church family, this is Pastor Bob here with Pastor Chris. Hello. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? We hope that you guys are enjoying this podcast. If you have any questions or uh, any suggestions or things you'd like to hear, any current events or topics that might be a little risky to talk about, <laughs> uh, send them our way, info at lifechurchchico.org, and uh, we would love to, to dialogue um, about those things. Or if you think there's someone who would be great to have on this podcast, let us know. Yeah. So today uh, we are talking a little bit about um, just bringing heaven onto earth. You know, there's this the sense of we get sa- we get saved, and there's this end goal of like salvation, mm-hmm. so that we can make it to heaven. Yeah. And there's this N.T. Wright uh, quote that says Jesus's resurrection is the beginning of God's new project, not to snatch people away from earth to heaven but to colonize earth with the life of heaven. Mm-hmm. So this verse, uh, Pastor Chris, what what does it really speak to you um, as far as our uh, mission here on earth as believers? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we lose sight of the mission because li- living life here on earth can be tough. It can be hard. And you think about the early Christian church, man, they were persecuted. They were treated really rough. Obviously, we know about the lion den and Christians having to be uh, martyred for their faith. And then on and on and on, people know that the world is full of evil, whether it's the, the Holocaust that happened during World War II or you know anything that had to do with sudden uh, natural disasters. Human beings have been affected by the harshness and the chaos of the world since day one. And in that... We want this desire, like, I don't want this to go on anymore. I want this to stop. And so what happens is, is we get this idea of heaven, and we think, I just got to get out of here. Mm. I can't wait till I get out of here. And then that creates what I call survival Christianity. It's like, <laughs> I'm just going to hang in there, and then when I die, I get to go to heaven. Uh, then I'll finally be at peace. And, you know, the little thing that they put on tombstones all over the world is rest in peace. And we think that that is the goal of why Christ came and died on the cross, so yeah. that when we get through this horrific life, that we'll be in heaven. But the sad thing about that is that it takes away from the original goal that God set out in his children, the, the Israelites, through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and then through the coming of his son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross, and rising from the dead, and then sending us his Holy Spirit. The, the idea behind all of that was to transform the world, that when Adam and Eve fell, God had a plan to restore his presence, first through his people, and then through the tabernacle, the temple, through his law, and then through his son. And it was always supposed to be about being a light, being salt, being those that go to people and say, yeah, life is tough here on earth. However, you can have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ 
that will transform you today. So you don't have to wait for heaven to get peace. The Prince of Peace could come into your life right mm. now. And that was the, the, the job of the church. But when you get so overwhelmed with chaos, and I've been there, it's like, I just want out. <laughs> you know, I just got to get out of here. You know, to think about that at times when, I don't know, Bob, if you've been like really sick. I mean, there have been times in my life when I've been so sick that I, I, I say, God, either cure me or kill me because I, I'm, I'm so sick. I'm vomiting my guts out or whatever it is. You're just like, I just want this to be over. So there is that thing inside of us that just says, I want out. I'm, I've tapped out. But for us, it's no, 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 no. Jesus taught us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth, even as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. So, hey, let's get some of that here right now. That should be our prayer. Yeah, totally. That's good. I think that there is, you know, when we are struggling and we are going through hard times, that there is a sense of like, man, I just want to get over this hump and I want to yeah. get to the other side of this, whether... You know, we long for heaven. We long for uh, healing in our life. Maybe people have been contending for healing and they haven't received it. Mm-hmm. And they have this longing for like, maybe I won't. And they've kind of given up and they're like, well, mm-hmm. I guess I'll wait until heaven and mm-hmm. I'll get that. But I think God, you know, works uh, in different ways here on earth to bring uh, his kingdom here on earth, yeah. to bring, give us a taste of heaven um, here on earth and um, I know that there's there's different ways that we see that manifest itself here. And so I know through like supernatural healing that, you know, we have the building blocks of faith that, mm-hmm. that these are avenues that we can use to see uh, glimpses of heaven here on earth to invite right. Christ in down into our situations instead of uh, having this disconnect of like, not now, but at some point we'll be with you and everything will be all right. No, he's with you now. Yeah. And he will make everything all right with you now if you are open to him and and him being involved in your life and not being an end goal yeah, uh, right. to get there, to be with Jesus, but it's part of the process. He's You invite him into the process. So I guess how does it practically look? You know, we, we sing about it. We hear about um, heaven as bring heaven down on earth as mm-hmm. it is like these, these quotes that we hear, these songs that we sing, mm. um, what does that even mean or look like? You know, I, I think we underestimate the effect that we have on people. And I, I referred this to in a, a previous podcast, your sermon on Tabitha Dorcas, uh, her mm. creativity. She was a seamstress. The church didn't realize how valuable Charity. she was until she died. Of course, Peter prayed for her and she came back to life. But at a practical level, um, I could even kind of boast on you and Lana a little bit. You guys have the gift of hospitality. And when I come to your house, I don't necessarily have the same gift of hospitality in my personality, my makeup. Mm. But it is supernatural to me when I go into a person's house and they make me feel like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. They make me feel loved, appreciated, all those different things. That's what I mean. It's it's supernatural to me because it's beyond my natural ability. Mm-hmm. But you then would say, oh, we just love doing this. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. Uh, just yesterday, somebody told me, they reminded me, and I still don't remember this being a thing, but they're like, 
yeah, it was really impactful on my life when I was going through that divorce and I stayed at your guys' house for a couple nights and I was like, I, you did? <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, don't like remember. what? Okay, <laughs> cool. I'm glad we were there for you, but yeah, yeah it's just funny. Yeah, I, I get the phrase supernaturally natural from my old mentor and, and dear friend, John Wimber, who's now with the Lord. But when he talked about moving in the gifts of the Spirit, he's like, guys, it's it's supernatural, but it's natural at the same time. Mm. God gives us these opportunities to be in society with people, you know, and then looking at a person who's coughing and you can tell they're really hurt and say, you okay? Can I yeah. pray for you? And it's a very natural conversation, but then something supernatural happens. You you pray for that person. And God put me on the spot one time. I was standing at a line at a grocery store. The gal was the, the checker. She was hacking and coughing. And I can't believe the words flew out of my mouth. And I said, can I pray for you? <laughs> and she looked at me and she said, what? I said, tell you what, I'm making you uncomfortable. But when I leave here, I'm going to go sit out in my car and I'm going to pray that God heals you of your sickness. And then I walked out yeah. and I sat in my car and I was like, what did I just do, <laughs> man? And the next week I'm in the same grocery store, this uh, person, this checker, she, she says, Hey, she comes running from a distance, runs at me. And I'm thinking, okay, either she's going to just, mm. you know, yell at me or you embarrassed me or say something negative to me. Right. She said, I want you to know it worked. It worked. It worked. What? And I said, what worked? She goes, when you left, I felt this heat fall on my body. And whatever sickness I had, whatever cold or was allergies, she said, it washed away. So, and she wasn't a Christian. It mm. wasn't like she was a believer. And then she looked at me and she goes, what did you do? <laughs> and I said, well, I didn't do anything. But the conversation was a natural conversation. Yeah, I didn't not talk weird. to her in King James English. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to yell with authority. Uh, anoint I, her with oil. Anoint her with I just <laughs> said something that came from me, but it, it was God working through me. And that's what I mean by supernaturally natural, is that God is going to use us in ways that just seem, oh, I just do that all the time, or we'll take a step of faith, but it doesn't have to be heroic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't need to be dramatized or anything. Mm -hmm. It just, it's obedience. It's right. Doing it. Yeah, I love that. And it's kind of working in our own comfort level and our own giftings as well. Like, like you said, with the hospitality piece, like to us, it's like, we don't even think about it. Right. I don't, there's people who stayed at my house that I don't even remember. Like, it's just a thing. <laughs> That's so but great. for other people, that would be a big deal, um, for them. Um, right. but then there's other things in life that you come across people and you have these interactions for you. Like, Hey, can I pray for you? That's just a natural mm -hmm. reaction. Um, but for me, that might be a big step right. for me to take and, and challenge, uh, for me to do. And God works, I think in a lot of ways in just our natural abilities and the things that, um, we're good at. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Last, last month where I shared about, you know, Dorcas and Tabitha and like just her natural abilities mm -hmm. and she was able to uh, be charitable with what she had and what the gifts that she had to where it was a little bit of bringing heaven to earth because God gives us these giftings. Mm -hmm. And if we're working in our giftings to bless our community and those around us, it is we are outpouring God's 
Mm-hmm. Giftings, his his heavenly Your, his grace, grace, yeah, and the grace. things that he works through us here on earth. Yeah, so. but I think it it builds. I think it builds on itself. I was thinking of this. We talked a little bit about this at our men's group. Uh, is Second Peter? Peter says regarding God's divine power. It says, his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them, you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption of the world caused by evil desires. So God's power has given us everything we need to live this life. And that's that... God utilizing our natural talents, but infusing us with his presence. Yeah. So what an, what an amazing combination. Think about it, Bob. It's like I have natural abilities that I have, that I, things I like to do. And then Jesus says, look, when I come inside of you and live inside of you, my divine power is inside of you to help you do these things mm-hmm. and give you knowledge, give you understanding. And so it allows me to do supernatural things. And even things that I, I say, well, I just do that anyway. It's who I am. God says, yeah, but I'm going to take that and, you know, to the, to the second power, to the 10th power, or whatever mm-hmm. it is, I'm going to use your life as a way of communicating my grace, my favor, my light, yeah. so that people can experience heaven now. Mm-hmm. They can I experience the... The wonder of healing now, today. Yeah, it reminds me of my interaction. Maybe I've talked about this before that I had at the UPS store, uh, where I walked in as like the first customer of the day, and there's a guy behind the counter who's having a a rough day, and I didn't know it at the time. Um, and so my phone was taking a while to load up the return uh, QR code, and uh, so while I'm awkwardly standing there waiting for it to load, I just happen to ask, "How how's your day going?" And he looks up at me with just like shakes his head back and forth like he's just not having Mm. a good day. And then the phone rings. And so he's got the scanner in his hand and the phone rings and he chucks the scanner against the throws it against the desk in front of him. And it ricochets and hits me (laughs) and Ah. goes and answers the phone and then hangs up the phone and then comes back. And he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Like. Thanks for asking about my day that I've been having a really rough day and that just kind of like shook me out of, out of it. And, uh-huh. and so we were done talking and I left and I came back. I had a church invite. I had to come back and I was like, you know what, Lord, I, I just handed him an invite and I was like, Hey man, like I know when I was going through a rough time in my life, like this really worked for me. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, Church really, really helped me uh, pull out of my situations in life and still does. And so just having that communion, whatever. So I give it to him and I go, hey, can I get you a coffee or something? I'm going to Starbucks anyways, right over here. And he's like, oh, sure. So I go, I get him a coffee. I bring it back to him. Huh. And he's sitting there, he's staring at this invite card. And uh, I walk in and he's like, man, I can't stop staring at this. Like I went to church. And so- but anyways, all that, <laughs> all that being said is that, for me, that was natural and easy. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. someone like you, 
<laughs> I don't know. If that, <laughs> yeah. Or, or somebody like a Jeff right. Young or sure. like maybe somebody else like they might have been a little uh, triggered by getting a, a scanner thrown at them. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> and they would have maybe called UPS and been like, hey, check your cameras. And uh, your employee threw this at me. But um, that is, I think, an example of bringing God's grace in heaven here on earth and yeah. being supernatural and different and counterculture. And I think, too, when you're talking about God's presence in us, I think that God's presence in us allows us to be present. And, and to bring, yes. oh, I like that. And, and and to to be aware and to have this awareness of uh, just those situations that happen and how we can have opportunities throughout our days and our mm. weeks and our lives that we come across where we can share a little bit of heaven with others, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. it's through paying for them, giving them grace when they don't deserve it, or. Right. Um, the natural supernatural, uh, the natural of the supernatural. I love that. So I think it's a being aware too. And like, like I said, God's presence helps us to be present. And again, this is another thing that John Wimber taught me was every day he would wake up and say to the Lord, God, show me where you're doing something today. It, so not in the sense of like every situation God mm-hmm. is doing something, which obviously is possible, but his prayer was very specific. As I go throughout my day, make me aware of where you're doing something and you want me to participate in that. Yeah. So it isn't like we have to, you know, stop every time we see a person hurting or holding up a sign that says, you know, I could use a hand at the when you get up on the freeway off ramp. It's more of with God's presence inside of me, I can say, okay, show me where you're moving and where you want me to participate. And you're, I think all of you who are listening to this, you're going to be surprised at the incredible opportunities that God's going to give you. And not even something super, super, super natural, but just something that natural. Handing somebody a cold drink of water could be the very platform by which God can do launch into who knows what for that individual. Well, we're closing out. So thanks for listening to us today and go do the supernatural and the natural. Uh, That's our encouragement for you guys this week. And we will catch you guys next week on the pastor's podcast. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.